Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Bless the Lord, it is time to simply pray. Good morning, it is Prophetess Rhonda Hammond. And we are here for the last Simply Pray. Today is December 31st. No, it's still one more week. Let me take that back. Next week is uh, New Year's, um, the day before New Year's Eve. So we still have one more week. I was thinking to myself, I woke up abruptly out of sleep dreaming about um, a pastor that I knew and a whole bunch of stuff going on in this dream. <laughs> to a whole bunch of stuff, and thinking, I, I got to go, because it's the last week before the year, so we do have another week, so praise God, but just because I woke up abruptly, um, I was already having conversations about God and everything in my dream, and waking up this morning ready to uh, come on here today and pray with you, and hopefully um, that you've had a great week, and you're out doing all your shopping and things like that, but as I always say, that it not be so much about all of this, the other stuff that, you know, you give from a, a place where you can give from, you know, overextend, and that you focus on um, Christ, which is the reason for the season, and getting with your family and friends and just having a really, really good time and not being stressed out. Um, I remember being in that place years ago, and I just released it and gave that thing away and said, God, this is not... It's so funny how you just do these evaluations and you look at a thing and the thing that just really is uh, ruffling your feathers, um, my my sister says grinding your gears, you have to look at that thing and just come up with a new thing for the thing because that thing is driving you crazy. Amen. So I am so happy to be here this morning with you to share this message um, and then pray most important, I'm here, I'm, I want to pray because uh, I was in my thought thinking this is the last Saturday before the year ended, and I wanted to pray the year out um, because as someone said to me last night, I'm ready for 2017 to be over. 2017 was an interesting year for me, but not so bad. I, I bless God for 2017 because there's some great things that I have saw in 2017, some learning, some growing, some good stuff in God, and so I'm grateful. I want to give you the perfect protection of the Most High. I've talked about it on this prayer call this year. I learned who God was, El Elyon, the Most High God. And I explained it in the sense of him being up, and he gave me the, the picture when I worked in Camden looking at the bridge out the window all the time. And I would say, okay, that's the highest thing that I could see. And and that's how I picture God, the Most High God, that his view was higher and could see everything that was going on in my life from a different view already planned out, but just letting me know that he's the Most High God. Because there was a time where my aunt was just had gotten sick, and I questioned him, how did we get here? What is this all about, the Most High, El Elyon? And my plans are bigger, and I got a different view than what you can see. So this week he spoke to me early in the morning, 
Psalms 91.12, and I've been in Psalms before, and so I've been combing over this scripture this week. Um, because I hear people read it, I hear people grasp to it, and God gives it to you, gives it to me, gives it to you in such a different way in the in the day, in the way that you need it. I have been praying inwardly, and I shared it with my husband, that sometimes there are some things that I don't even tell you about that I am walking around this house praying for. I'm always praying for my children, their safety, uh, these people out here on the highway, these cell phones, riding off the side of the road, I'm talking to people in the car, and people are cutting in front of them, especially right now during the holidays. But just because of what we see on the news and in Burlington this week, it was um, accident after accident. And when I see the cars and just, oh, um, I go into prayer. God, protect us. Protect us as we're going out and coming in. And he spoke Psalm 71 12 to me, but I want to give you some. 91, the entire scripture, because if you leave here today, because when you leave here today, if you don't know this scripture, that this is one of these scriptures that you need to print it out, whether you're home or go to the staples and mount it up on your desk or, or above your bed and make sure that you devour this whole chapter, not just one scripture. I'm not, I'm going to get, I mean, I'm going to talk about 12, but I'm going to give you the whole entire chapter, devour it, pray Pray through it, as uh, the lady taught us how to do when we went to Ohio. Pray the scripture um, over your household, over your family, and hold on to 12. For me, this is God speaking right to me. Linda, I got you. And this is such a powerful um, scripture. I hope today that it lays on your heart, lays on your mind, lays on your spirit that uh, God is protecting you always. That you don't know him, you don't see him all the time, but prayerfully, through this prayer call that you have such a relationship or developing a relationship with him, that you'll get just excited as I am this morning about Psalm 91. There's a piece in the scripture about the habitation. And as I um, studied for this prayer call this week, I heard um, there's so many different versions, the habitation. It changed my life, this scripture. And, and I'm sure God was speaking to me about one other thing, and the last time he gave me another scripture, and he was speaking to me about that. But it gave me, and he knows how everything is going to work. He knows how I'm going to take this scripture. The, ver- the chapter has changed um, the way I see things in my household. And you know that I invite the Lord in my house. Amen. Psalm 91, the protection of the Most High. Verse 1, the one who lives under, under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the hunter's net, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies the day by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness or the pestilence that ravages at me. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. Amen. You will you will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent, your house, for you, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. That's 11. This is 12. 
They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. And because he is lovingly devoted to me, amen, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. And when he calls out to me, I will answer. Thank you, Jesus. And I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. And I will satisfy him with a long life and show him salvation. And that is Psalm. Thank you, Jesus. 91, Psalms 91, first through the 16th verse. I want to go to 12, so this is what the Lord gave me specifically, spoke this this week. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Prior to that, he says, he, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. He's got the angels out here protecting me. When I always talk, I say when you're um, studying, we did the prayer call on Monday, and we said the assignment of refinement, Rhonda accepts the assignment of refinement. Rhonda will move forward in, in faith. Rhonda will, um, um, what's the other one, go, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Rhonda will, um, the one, <laughs> will give others what she needs. That's just three of them. It's the fifth, the five habits. When I did that, I put my name in front of it because I took ownership of it, and I take ownership of the scripture. Number 12, they will support you, Rhonda, with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. I could go through this, and actually it's a, a bigger teaching, not so much for this prayer call, but Psalms 91 and 12. The 12 verse, it says, Satan misused. These verses to tempt Jesus. While the Lord may permit some terrible things to happen to his children, they have the security of knowing that he is ultimately in control and he cares for those who make him their refuge, their refuge, their safe place. I also want to give you this commentary because this um, kind of drives it home. I love God that he would speak this to me in such a, um, you know, like, Quietly, let me give you this. This is the uh, commentary, Gill's exposition commentary. They shall bear, they shall bear thee up in their hands. This is the angels, which because I went specifically ninety-one twelve, which denotes the strength and the power of the angels to carry the saints in their hands. Their tender care of them, such as a parent or a nurse have of children, the helpless condition of the people of God who are like infants and need to be dealt with after this manner. The condensation of angels to take such a, uh, an office of them in submission to the will of God. The constant view they have of the saints being always in their hands and so in sight. Thus they bear up, up in life and at death carry their souls to Abraham's bosom. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone, lest they fall into sin or into any calamity and distress lest the least hurt or mischief befall them or the least injury be done to them. See Proverbs 3, 23. 23. See Proverbs 3, 23. And I wanted to just give you that today. This is awesome because God is letting us know about his protection for us. That's what the Psalms 91 um, refers to, the protection of the Most High. And 
Um, it talks about in the very beginning, those who dwell in the, actually it says in the shadow of the Almighty, but the KGB says in the secret place. And the secret place is in the dwelling of the Most High God. The secret place is that time of communion where it goes over in the says when you close the door behind you and talk to God and get in your secret place, that um, he, you're in the shadow of the Almighty. So he knows you in relationship with you. If you think about that, that secret place, I don't know what your secret place is, but the habitation, um, letting God move in and live. And the secret place, as one describes it, is in constant communication with God, talking to God all day, the secret place. It's dwelling with him. It's saying, God, I give you my life, the secret place. So I wanted to give you this today because there's a lot going on with derailment of Amtrak where there's um, accidents where um, these children in Burlington were very young and it was a major accident. I was like, Lord, um, please keep that family. I've been praying comfort prayers all of this week and just talking to God because there's so much going on. And when you get with God and you ask him some questions and he will come back and speak this to you that I have you, that I have the angels. Did you hear that part? It says, um, because you have made the Lord, this is in night and nine, my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. Not so much that you give him a dwelling place, that I've made my dwelling place. My dwelling place is the place where I dwell at, the place where I pray, the place where I have conversation, that the Lord is my dwelling place. That this weekend, and I, and I know it, I need to take it up a, a notch. I'm talking to him, watching Christmas movies, my dwelling place. And one person described it this way, and I said, oh, wow, this is deep. And it made me think, think some things over, and this is the thing that I've been talking about. The dwelling place, when I make the Lord my dwelling place, and he, I'm dwelling in him all the time. And so one person described it that if I sat down and watched TV, and then I would turn the TV on, and I would have one show, and, uh, and let's just say sometimes, because sometimes, not sometimes, often, as it seems to happen lately, these racy things come up on this regular TV. And you may say, okay, this is good enough for me. He said if the Lord was in your dwelling place, sitting next to you, when you went to go turn around and look for him, he would be gone because it's not appropriate. And that so checked me. And, and mind you, I have a filter sensor, everything going on on my TV channel, um, and just the things that I watch and take in and ingest. But it just gave me a, a further um, pushing in the spirit to just say you be very careful because even as the Lord sits with us in the car, your conversations, sit with you next to you on the phone, dwelling place, that he's always there, that the Holy Spirit lives and abides and dwells even with us when you invite him in. And so here we have this relationship with God. I hope you do. I hope that, that as you're coming on these prayer calls, week by week that you know that the one thing that we talk about is getting in relationship with God so that every care and concern, and he gives it to you right here in Psalms 91 where he says, I got you. Even when these troubles fall, even some things that may happen in your life that I'm there, that I have you. And it took me back to the teaching that we had on Job where he, Job was um, uh, one of the greatest men. It says that he was the greatest man in, I believe, I want to say the East. I love how the Lord, and I want to do a study on this, he says David was a man after his own heart, and Job was this kind of man. He describes how he feels about these men, and, and I also say, Lord, well, 
who is blinded to you. <laughs> but in studying that, you see how Job went some, through some different things. And here this is in 91 where the Lord gives you his protection. But the protection is in the relationship because in the very beginning where it starts off, it says um, the one who lives. So there's a, a, a decision that needs to be the one who lives under my protection of the most high dwells in the in the secret place of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the the hunter's net. Look at all these things that he's doing. He's going to deliver you from the hunter's net, from the, the plague, from his, his feathers, and take refuge under his wings. He will cover you, right? Um, his faithfulness will be a protective shield. The Lord's faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of night and the arrow that flies by the day. And when I think about the terror of night, there's some conversations that um, people can't even sleep at night because there's this terror of night. I, when we were kids, we had nightmares. I don't so much have them anymore. But there's the conversations that I'm having with God at night about my day, about what I'm concerned about in my day. And sometimes we can't sleep because of the terror of night because at night you're dwelling and, de- and dealing with yourself and all of the things that you have in front of you, the terror by night. And it may have another translation or interpretation, but I, that's how I think of the, ter- the terror of night. Terror of night, sometimes I'm up for hours thinking about my day and putting it out there. And that's usually when the Lord speaks to me because I'm going through and combing over things. And that's the stuff that I may not say to everybody. I'm just concerned. I always say concerned. I don't like to say worry. I'm concerned about this, God, and I'm concerned about that. But sometimes it is terror because I'm up for two or three hours, you know, concerned about this thing. I'm like, Lord, what am I going to do about this? Help me to understand this and show me what to do with this. And so it's the terror of of um, night. But it says he will cover you with his feather. And I just want to go back down to um, number nine. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. Your dwelling, the dwelling place. You made him the dwelling place. That you dwell in Christ. You dwell in his goodness. You dwell in his faithfulness. His, his promises that I've made him my dwelling place. And there's a song by Jonathan McReynolds. Um, I didn't get it at first, but now I keep playing it, and it's called The Most High. And it talks about, um, is it, no, it's not most high. It's so high. But it says um, that I'm so high that um, I'm staying in my Bible and I'm not coming down and I'm not sinning for no reason. And, and it, it kind of compares to how we can get high in a worldly sense, but that he's so high on God that he's, dwelling in him, and he's not coming down for no reason. He says, I'm not coming down because my family want to make me curse and all of these different things. That you dwell in God, that you remember. I think when you dwell in God, you remember the relationship. So that one thing that wants to take you off of course, that you take consideration, that you remember that you dwell in the most high God. Amen. And then 11 is, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. For he will give his order, his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. That gives me such faith. Thank you, Jesus, in knowing he gives his angels. I already knew it, but to read it and to hear it, like even when I say it, that the angels have orders protecting and covering me, and uh, not just me, my household. I've been, I've been since this week. The Lord has given me this, this scripture. God covers them when they're out 
in on these streets. We always say we out here in these streets. That's how I say to these kids, where you at, Mom? I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> I, I'm like, Lord, send my angels to protect me out here in these streets. My husband, my kids, my family, protect us out here while we are out here. Send their angels. He gives the angels charges concerning, um, orders concerning you. And then 12, I want to close out with, um, they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone and you will tread on the lion. It's all these things that you're going to go through, lions. There's lions out here in covert, and you will trample the young lion and the serpent because he is lovingly devoted to me, and I will deliver him, and I will protect him because he knows my name. Is that, that's, that right there is because he knows my name. I know he knows Rhonda, and I hope when you're on this prayer call listening now or later that you can just say, I know he knows whatever your name is, that you don't want to sit there and have a question about, does he know your name? You don't want to have a question about, um, always think about your death in between your life. And today I have to go um, to a funeral in a couple hours. And one of the things is I don't want people to, does she know the Lord? You know, you know does, she, does she go? I said to say today we were, yesterday we were cleaning up the house and uh, there was a song one and they said, we pray for you. And the person had passed and it was like a memorial song. I'm like, they're already gone. What are you still praying for them for? They're gone. The life is over. That you that you, the prayer was supposed to take place while they were here, and so um, that we pray, and that I pray that the Lord knows your name because it says um, because he is a he is lovingly devoted to me. I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. And hopefully, the Lord knows your name. Of course and that you know his name. And when he calls out to me, I will answer. And that's such a surety because there's sometimes I'm like God, and, and he's right there in the moment known as just protecting me. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him, and I will give him honor. And honor is favor. And I will satisfy him with a long life. Amen. And I will show him my salvation. That's Psalm 91. Um, 12 is our verse today. But Psalms 91, that I pray that you would devour it, that, like I said, that you would get it on a printer and copy it and paste it and put it in your notes and your phone and read it back to yourself and make this one of these things that you read all the time. Lord, help me um, to know that you got me and, and memorize this and know that the Lord is your um, shield, your safe place, but you dwell in him. Dwell in that secret place that he would, that you would get a place in your home and that you would pray and you would get to know God. And as always, that you would devour the word of God, knowing that he is your protection, your shield right now, especially with all that we have going on. That I think we so need Psalms 91. We so need to even hear it, to pray it over our families, that it would cover us because he's got us. And we thank God for that. So we wanted to give you Psalms 91 12 today um, as our scripture um, for today. And then we want to pray. We thank God for you joining us. This year has been a different year for us. And we so bless God for all that he's doing. We thank him in your lives um, that he would um, cover you and protect you and that you would come into such a place of just greater um, understanding of him expectation that we put on the Holy Spirit to speak to us, um, that we get in front of God and say, God, open up the door and give us some answers in our lives and some things 
that we've been struggling with and not knowing the answers. I truly believe that if you um, get so true with God with a repentant heart and keep coming at him and pursuing him and going after him and chasing after him, that um, he comes close to those nigh, um, that draw nigh to him. Amen. So we want to pray today. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Hopefully you got something out of Psalms 91, the whole entire chapter. Go back and read it. As I said, print it. Read it, read it, read it, read it every day. It would be that scripture um, that would help you, especially even in a place of depression, in a place of depression because you're so um, worried about all of the things. But when you get in the secret place of the most high, there's some things in the spirit that's going to start coming off of you that it's like I can picture it, um, just pieces of things coming off you and lifting off of you and those things and cares and concerns that you used to so worry about. This is my experience. The things that I so used to worry about, they just come, they're coming off of me, those weighty things. And I walk into such a place of confidence and assurance in God knowing that he's got me. And um, it's a great place to be in God, but there's so much room for more knowing God. I know him in this place right now, but I know that there's more to know about him, and that's my pursuit. I want to know more about you, God, and I want to know um, what you have planned for Rhonda. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for this word um, that you've given us to speak. We thank you for Psalms 91, um, the whole chapter, Lord God, how we can pray that chapter over our households. God, thank you for the protection of the Most High. You are the Most High God, the El Elyon. Thank you, Lord God, for showing us right now in this season the protection, God, to cover us, to carry us, Lord God. God, help us to see what it is that you need us to see, Lord God, um, concerning our lives, Lord God, that we go in the secret place, that we dwell in you, Lord God. And there are some things, thank you, Jesus, that we need to pull off of us, Lord God, but help us in the place of um learning who we are in some old ways and strongholds and roots, roots that are so tightly um, connected, Lord God, roots that are up underneath the ground. I think about my tree in the backyard. There's roots underneath the concrete, Lord God. And when we even think about that roots that um, are, are strongholds and roots of um, dysfunction and roots of this things that have happened in our family, that they can grow so deep. And, and the tree can grow so big, but that it starts to disrupt our life. God, help us to break up those roots, Lord God. Help us to um, break up those roots, Lord God, to, to, to pierce them, Lord God, and to cut through. And, Lord God, so those strongholds will come, come off of our lives today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for those places of just trying to know and understand. I'm, I'm thinking about that word dysfunction. Dysfunction over our lives, Lord God, the way that we grew up, the things that we were taught. Lord God, everything that we may have to go through and debunk, Lord God, we ask you, God, to give us true revelation, and we know that it's in your secret place that you're speaking to us and, and revealing some things, Lord God, and helping us discover some things about us. Maybe they're asking questions just like I am. Lord God, I don't understand this. This is just doesn't make sense to me, and this is the way that we've done it before, but where is the produce in this? Where's the fruitfulness, the harvest in this thing? If we've been doing it the same way before, I just don't understand. And that's how I talk, Lord God. Help, help them to see whatever they have going on in their life that you would um, help them to discover the way in which they're doing things. Habits, 
break down, Lord God. Give us new ways, new mindsets, Lord God. Help us to get into your word and not be lazy. I always laugh at the, the sloth because I think he's hilarious and how slow that he moves. But in, in, in all honesty, it checks it me to move and to go in you, Lord God, that, that you would have removed that slothful spirit that you talk about in your word, Lord God, because in, in slothfulness there's poverty. And so, God, help us to remove those places as we even go into our next month in the financial um, Bible study, Lord God, that you help us to break down some barriers in our lives, some ways that we've done things. Lord God, some um, misconceptions, Lord God, some information, some misinformation, Lord God, help us to break down misperceptions, everything that has been missed, that you would bring it into full understanding in our lives, Lord God, and we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that you give your angels orders and just to protect us in every area, God, in every realm of our life, Lord God, our faith, our finances, our families, Lord God. Help us in every area of our life, Lord God, that you would send angels, God, to protect us, God. Protect the conversations that surround us, Lord God, the things that we should hear and not hear, Lord God. The places that we go and have no business going, and the Holy Spirit checks us and says it's time to go. Turn up that notch, Lord God, a little bit higher so that we don't even leave up out of the house when we know and that instinct factor that goes on, that we shouldn't even be there, Lord God. Send our angels, Lord God. I love the one TV show where you you show us where that angel just protects all the time and, and, and car accidents and all of those things. God, send our angels, Lord God, as we're out here, Lord God. Even right now where there's high traffic, we thank you, Lord God. We ask you to be in the midst of everything that we have going on. Protect your people, God. Send them to your Lord God. Help them to get today, Lord God, that they would make a decision, Lord God, that this life is not our own, that it belongs to you, Lord God, that our life is a sacrifice. Your word that you gave me last time is I beseech you, therefore, brother and Lord God, that you that your life is a holy, living sacrifice unto you, and that's not the whole but God, that we give our life to you, Lord God, that this body is not our own, Lord God, that it is a temple of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, and so we work on these bodies right now, Lord God, that we come before you today, Lord God, offering ourselves to you, God, putting ourselves on the altar today, God, that you would do what you need to do with us, Lord God, so that we can truly have victory today, God. We thank you, Lord God, for all things, Lord God, we deserve none of this, and yet, Lord God, you keep waking us up. You keep calling our name, Lord God. And so today we answer you today, God, that we spend this day with you, time with you. We talk with you, God, because great is that faithfulness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you're humbling us in different places, humble our spirits, Lord God, that we may, we may not be haughty, Lord God, and doing things for vainful things, Lord God, that we go, Lord God, and we seek your true will, Lord Jesus. We thank you for healing today, Lord God, that you would cover us, cover our families today like never before, God. Heal our minds, if most of all, Lord God. I know that there's things going on in the body, but I ask you to heal our minds, Lord God. Heal our broken spirits, Lord God. Those things that we're still crying over, Lord God. Those things that we're still eating over, God. Those hurtful places, God. Walk us through this life, Lord God. Speak to us, Lord God, and let them not just push you off and nudge you off and say that that's not God talking to me, God, because you're there. You're ever-present, ever-moving, always abounding all around us, all the time. And so, God, let us give you the respect. 
respect and honor that is so due to you, Lord God. We so cherish you today, God. We thank you, Lord God, for you just being such a covenant keeper, Lord God, a way maker, God, for you speaking your word early in the morning, God, for you just talking to us, God, and having us on your mind, Lord God. I so love the relationship that we have, God, and I pray that relationship for every person that comes on this prayer call, Lord God, that we lift you up, Lord God, we lift you up in in our, our communion with you, that we spend more time with you. Thank you, Jesus, God, that we spend more time in our word, Lord Jesus, that when you give us those oceans in the middle of the night, just get up and just read. Just get up and just read. And I so thank you today, God. God, we ask you to bless us today as we go out for the funeral, Lord God, that you have everything already in order, God. This day has already been ordained. And so whatever you're doing, Lord God, we trust you. That is what your word says, to, to trust you, Lord God, and we so trust you in all our ways, Lord God, we acknowledge We so thank you, Lord God, for just life, Lord God, today, for breath, Lord God, for you thinking on us, for keeping us covered, Lord God, and we just want to give you all the praise. We want to give you all the glory, Lord God. We thank you for this holiday season, Lord God. Let every need, need be met, Lord God, that you would keep us safe as we're going out and coming in, Lord Jesus, and not focusing so much on all of the um, vain stuff, Lord God, and materialistic stuff, but we remember that you're the reason for the season. And as I close out this prayer, I want to do um, Psalms 91 one more time, and then we'll close out um, this prayer for this week. The protection of the Most High, the one who lives under the most of, under the, under, I'm sorry, under the protection of the Most High, dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the honor's net, from the destructive plague. He will cover you from his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrows that flies the day, the plague that stalks the darkness or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your your tent, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways, and they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone, and you will tread on the lion and the cobra, and you, and you will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he is lovingly devoted to me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. Thank you, Jesus. And I will be with him in trouble. Thank you, Jesus. I will rescue him and give him honor, and I will satisfy him with long life. Thank you, Jesus, and show him my salvation. And in Psalm 91, we thank you so much, God, for prayer today, for coming today on this prayer call. We just honor you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen and amen. We thank you for joining us for another week of Simply Pray. Um, We just finished up A Woman Who Doesn't Quit last week, but if you have the book, you can still continue to go through. If there's days you miss, just let God speak to you and continue to minister to you through that um, 
Bible study because it was one of the most awesome Bible studies that we have done. It speaks to me, and we did the challenge as well. You can go back and look at the video. I guess I should put that video in um, Simply Pray. I'll do that this morning. Um, but the video is in, we have Simply Pray, the e-group, if you're here on the prayer call, and then we have Simply Study. And Simply Study is the Bible studies that we go through. Um, we've gone through two, um, God said fast love, and then the second one is a woman who doesn't quit. And then we're going through a financial one. I don't have the exact name of it yet. I have the book, but I don't have the name by memory yet. Forgive me, but that's in January. I just got the book the other day, and I'm going through it. And so in January, we will start that. And so simply study is the Bible study. We go through um, a Bible study usually like the, every other month. And we get in, and we learn the Word of God, and we um, apply it to our life as it relates because um, we have a way to just connect to it differently where we can go through it and, and relate and hear some stories and go through go through scriptures, and it's just a, a different way. So I, I just believe um, with the Bible studies you're able to grasp onto it. No different than Sunday school. You know, when we were kids, we used to go to Sunday school, and they used to give you the lessons, and you were able to still hold on to the, those lessons today. And so we're going through um, the different Bible studies. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me with that. Um, and so simply study and then simply pray. But I'll put that video up because we did a challenge of the five habits of a woman who doesn't pray. And the challenge was to put them on your wall and so that you would see them every day so that you would not quit. There's so many areas in life where the enemy comes in and very, um, very cunning. This week I've seen him when people tell me different things. I'm like, that's a distraction. That is a distraction. That right there is a distraction. Stay focused. And it's different when you can see it on somebody else's, um, in somebody else's life. And so you're... Uh, the more time you spend with God, you'll be able to identify what is really going on in your life. This is a distraction right here. This wants me to get off a path. And so that you keep on going and that you don't quit. Amen. And so we just hope that you guys have an amazing Christmas holiday with family and friends, that you focus on the reason for this season, even though um, chronologically we do not know if this exact day is Jesus' birthday, but this is the day that we observe it and celebrate it during this time. Um, but we thank God for his birth. And so um, because of his birth and coming here, that we have this salvation experience because he's given his life on the cross for us. Amen. And so we have an opportunity to not, you know, here forever, that we have an opportunity to have um, life eternity, eternally. Amen. And so um, you guys have a blessed, blessed day. As we always say, be fit and be blessed. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, continue to keep the prayer room in prayer. As uh, a couple people had surgery, one surgery is coming up on the 29th, and one surgery already happened. And so I put that up as well. Please continue to keep Simply Pray in prayer. It's a lot to say. Keep Simply Pray, pray in prayer. As the room, as different things are going on, um, that we continue to just hold each other up like Aaron helps Moses, and that we pray and love on one another. And so, um, as we always say, be fit and be blessed. Have an amazing day. Be safe out here in the spring. Amen.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.